Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 23 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today I'm going to be chatting you up about the law of attraction, <coughs> excuse me, a little tickle in my throat there, and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. This is, well, this skill I guess you could call it, I mean that's not the most accurate word, that's necessary really for any sort of growth and positive change you're going to make because it's probably going to involve doing things that make you feel uncomfortable that your mind is fighting you on. And once you start getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable, like nothing can stop you because think about it. A lot of the reason why we don't do the things we want, we don't make the changes, we're not really doing the things that make us happy, blah, 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 is it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good and we don't like doing things that don't make us feel good, right? Even if we think there might be some benefit to it, we're still going to hold back. So if you can get used to the icky feelings that come up, nothing's going to stop you because that's really the only thing that stops you in the first place, right? Is, is feeling, not liking how you feel, the uncertainty, the fear, the doubt, and all that stuff. And especially with LOA, it's such a different way of, of looking at the world and such a different way of, of going about creating your experience. You know, it's, you can, it's going to be, unco- <laughs> going to be uncomfortable and yeah, so it'll help you. But before I jump into that, I want to talk a little bit about class number three coming up in the Manifesting Like a Mofo series, taking place on Sunday, November 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern time. It is titled, Get Everything by Wanting Nothing, How to Stop Creating from Ego. This is going to be a really, really helpful call for people for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, if you're somebody that you've, you know, you read about the law of attraction and you're like, okay, I'm going to use, you know, harness this power to create all these specific things and these specific things haven't shown up and you're feeling very discouraged or you feel super attached to certain manifestations or you're super attached to a certain channel that you think it's going to come through. This will help you release on that a little bit. And the second reason it's going to be so helpful is, you know, the teachings of the law of attraction, I think the way our mind interprets them and the way our mind goes about them trying to create, it could really get in the way of of actual manifesting because we create from this space of ego, right? Our mind decides we want all these certain things and our mind is like, okay, how could I go about like manipulating energy to, to get what I want? And creating from that space is, you're not really in alignment and it's just, it kind of screws things up. So, I think that's why when people actually learn about the LOA, they find that like it actually seems harder to, to get the things they want because it's our mind is is trying to manipulate things and it's you know it's applying the teachings in a way that's actually like I said it really gets in the way of actually being in alignment and actually creating with the ease that we're actually capable of creating with. So yeah, if any of that resonated with you, I would highly recommend signing up. Um, even if you can't make it live, everybody gets access to a recording that they're able to download or listen to at their convenience. So, you know, don't worry if that's, you know, something you can still listen to it at another time. So you could check that out at livelifemadetoorder.com, the Manifesting Like a Mofo series. Okay, and back to the topic of the day, the law of attraction and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
as you probably know, right, you read about something like the law of attraction or this idea of, you know, this universal energy that, that runs through everything that we can, you know, harness and, and tap into and, and use to, you know, create a life that's more to our liking, get things that we want, you know, change things that maybe we don't like. Um, this idea that we're being infinitely supported and we're loved and, you know, the LOA, your inner world creates your outer world. This idea that we have, you know, we do have this control over our experience, not in trying to manipulate circumstances and do, you know, have energy do our exact bidding, but in the sense of, you know, our focus, our belief system, all of that is going to obviously influence what gets mirrored back to us. So in that sense, right, we do have that control and it's, it's really awesome. So you read about this sort of stuff or you heard about it and something clicked within you, right? You're like, you felt like you were being reminded of something you already knew. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I feel like there is something to this. Like this feels right. This feels good. And the reason it felt good was because it's true, right? Um, our emotions are our guidance system. And it's like that good feeling was like big. You like, yes, yes, yes. You're on the right track here. Keep, keep going. This is there's a reason why that felt good. It's true. So you can keep exploring that, right? That's why things that feel, you know, that's why the limiting beliefs and all that stuff feel so badly because they're not true, right? And Biggie's like, no, 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 that's not true. So I got to let you know that's not true by it feeling badly. So there's that part of you that realizes, right? Like, okay, there's probably something to this. This idea of, you know, this power we have, we're this powerful creator where there's a part of us that, you know, is is infinite and, and everything's possible for us and, and, you know, all that good stuff. But obviously you came here in your human form with all that that comes along, all the kind of quote unquote baggage that comes along with that. And your mind's like, oh, I don't really know about this. Like, this just doesn't make sense. It's not logical. Like, you prove it to me. Like, how you got to prove this to me this is true, and then I'll get on board. That's kind of how your mind's, like, thinking, right? So you're contending with both of those parts of yourself. Even though there's that part of you that knows it's true, and there was that resonance, and intuitively you're like, yeah, there, there's something to this. I believe this is a truth. I've stumbled upon a very powerful truth. Your mind is not going to just be like, oh, okay, cool, like, that's what we're going to do now, like, awesome. I'll just stop, like, doing what I'm designed to do and, and think and, and plan and figure out and, and you know, um, all the stuff your mind does, right? And, right, so that doesn't happen. So transitioning to this way of being it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to operating that way. You're not used to trusting your feelings. You're not used to believing everything's possible for you. You're not used to believing that, you know, you're this perfect whole complete being that is already everything you could want and you just need to tap into it more and that you are already, you know, capable of doing all of this, right? So that will be uncomfortable, you know, operating in a way that supports that that truth, right? You're not going to be comfortable, you know, doing the things that are conducive to stepping more into who you really are. Your mind is always going to be like, I don't, I just, I don't know about this. It, it probably wants to believe it because it, it's nice to think all these things, right? And you're like, I want to believe this. I just, I don't know if I do. And that's all cool. That's all normal. It's all fine and good. So don't, you know, get mad at your mind for fighting you on all of this. It's just doing what it's 
supposed to do. It's just operating off of all the beliefs and everything that's been installed into it. If you think of it like an operating system or a computer program or something, right? So in and of itself, it's not trying to fuck with you. It's just doing what it's designed to do. And it's operating again off of what it's been instilled with, right? Like all the, the different beliefs and, and ways of being and observe, observing what's happened in the world and in your family and, and to you in your past and all this data, right? That's not very accurate and very limited, but that's all it has to go off of. So naturally, it's not just going to let you like go run off and, and be big you all the time. Like, so it's okay. So it's okay that it's uncomfortable. Like it's normal to feel that way. Don't think like you're doing something wrong or beat yourself up for not totally like being trusting and not totally surrendering to the process and not totally giving up doing the things that you know are, are not serving you. It's, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable a lot of the time. And this is true even for people that are more quote unquote advanced, if you will. I don't really know a better, that's a kind of a good word, I guess, to describe kind of the point I'm getting at. You know, people that have been doing this a long time that have this deeper understanding that have manifested a lot and, and have a stronger belief that, you know, there's something to this and they're not as doubtful and their mind doesn't get in the way as much. But again, that doesn't all totally go away. So even like two years from now, after you've manifested a crap load of stuff and your whole belief system has really changed your whole way of looking at the world, there still might be that part of you that's like, uh, I don't know about this. And, you know, a, a, set, a certain situation will come up and you'll get triggered in a certain way or, you know, you'll seeing what's possible for you, you might kind of set your sights on some really big, bold manifestation that you never would have dreamed of, you know, five years ago. And that might trigger a whole bunch of stuff that, that is coming up to be cleared and dealt with and, and integrated and felt and whatever. And it might feel really uncomfortable, no matter how much you've experienced this truth, there's still that part of you that's like, um, I don't really know, I'm not sure about this. So it's okay that all that discomfort is there. Don't try to set a goal for yourself where it's just going to all go away and you're never going to feel doubtful again. Your mind is never going to get in the way again. You're never going to, you know, take uninspired action. You're never going to doubt that what you want is possible and you're just going to be, you know, in this space of trust, surrender, love and alignment, like every waking second. That would be freaking awesome because it's awesome when we feel that way, but it's probably not going to happen. And that discomfort might never fully go away. How you react to it, that certainly will change. Um, the intensity of it will change. How long it lasts will change. How much it influences your decisions and how you proceed, all of that will change dramatically. But as for that core feeling of discomfort, that might stick around always, you know, so don't worry about it. It's cool. And I, you know, a lot of people say to me, and I've experienced it myself, you know, that battle between your mind and like your feelings, sometimes it seems like it's never ending. Like you always feel like your mind is fighting you. And it's kind of true in a way, because, you know, I've said this before, our mind is never going to stop doing what it's designed to do. The way our mind functions serves us well in many, many instances, and having a mind is part of, of being human. So don't, again, like, don't look at it as this, like, this enemy or something that's, like, intentionally trying to screw with you and keep you living small and keep you from changing. It's not, it can't, it's not, like, operating 
on as its own entity. It's a part of you. And again, it's just running off the programming, right, that it's been instilled with. So it's just kind of doing what it does. It, it means no harm. It could feel that way sometimes, though. We feel like, oh, this part of, like, because people a lot of times talk about the mind or ego as this, this evil saboteur that's always going to be screwing with you. And that's not really true. Because like I said, it's not like it's a separate part of you that's consciously, like, trying to keep you unhappy it's just doing what it does and it's just part of the the construct of of being human right you're always going to be navigating between those two parts of yourself big you and little you like little you is here to play this game and the ego the mind all of that helps create the the idea of this separate being that you are with your own thoughts and feelings and, and experience right so again it's all part of the game so don't and this kind of just goes back to kind of what i said before with it it's like it's not something that might ever totally resolve itself. Like, it's just how it is, and your mind is just going to do its thing. And again, like, you'll, you'll change how you respond to all of that and the degree of impact it has on your life. That starts to change as you get more confident, you know, heeding, the inner, heeding your inner wisdom and following your intuition and, and knowing how things really work and knowing the stuff your mind is telling you is, is not true and it, none of the stuff your mind is telling you actually means what your mind is telling you it means because it's, again, it's working off that limited set of data that's very faulty, very inaccurate and your mind just doesn't get this stuff and it, it never will. So it's okay. Um, so in spite of all that discomfort, you have to really be willing to start letting your feelings guide you. You have to be willing to, to give these teachings a real try because what tends to happen with our, with our, how our mind is, you know, interpreting all of this and what our mind is telling us to do, we get this idea of like, okay, until something happens that proves to me that there's something to this way of being, I'm going to keep doing things the old way. I'm going to keep working really hard, even though it feels badly. I'm going to keep trying to force results. I'm going to keep, you know, doing things this way until something manifests to show me that I don't have to do that anymore. Or that something manifests to prove to me that that's actually the way I should be doing things. But in that energy all of these manifestations you're waiting for to prove to you that you should actually be doing things that way instead, they're going to have a very hard time making their way to you because you're not a match to those kinds of experiences. You're not a match to things happening with ease. You're not a match to these magical coincidences that bring things to you without you doing anything. And these you have these encounters with people that are the perfect person you need to meet right at that very moment. You're not a match to all of that. So you have to be willing to work through the discomfort. You can't wait for the discomfort to go away and for you to feel satisfied with how things, like some sort of proof that your mind could use to then allow you to start operating in this more deliberate way, like consciously being more deliberate about your reality through your actions and your thoughts and your feelings and the decisions you're making and all of that. So you have to be willing to do things that are going to feel uncomfortable to you. Like, for example, if you're, let's say you're doing something with a business, right? Because business, we tend to, to take a lot of actions with business. So it's always a great example for action. So if you have been working really hard and things are feeling really badly, you're doing things you don't want to do, but you think you have to do all of these things because that's the only way to grow a business. That's the only way to get more clients. That's the only way to get more traffic to your blog. That's the only way to get more sales. That's the only way to get more visibility. That's the only way to get the success that you, you want. And then you're like, okay, and then you read about something like the law of attraction and you realize, okay, actually that's 
probably the worst way to go about getting the results I want because I'm totally out of alignment with what I want. I'm totally not trusting I could get what I want. And because I don't trust that things could work out for me, I need to take as much action as possible so I can try to control this outcome as best as I can. Um, yeah, I have to stop doing that. And that's stopping doing that is not going to feel comfortable, right? Because if you're very ingrained with like all of this work and suffering is what gets you what you want is what makes you deserving of what you want. Doing less is not going to feel comfortable and doing less. You might not get an alignment right away and you might in your mind, you're thinking, okay, well, the universe is, you know, if I'm supposed to do less then okay, I haven't done anything for three days and nothing's manifested yet. So maybe that's not working either. I need to go back to working hard, right? Because the idea of doing nothing is going to feel uncomfortable. Your mind is going to expect an immediate result. And when it doesn't get it, it's going to be uncomfortable. Remember the LOA. It's not magic. It's not about things just magically happening the second you decide you want them to happen. We can't control our experience in that way. That's not where our control lies. It lies in our focus, remember? So you're going to feel uncomfortable doing a lot of the things that are more LOA friendly, that are more conducive to letting the universe give it the help that it's capable of giving you. And you might not always succeed, right? Like that's perfect example, like the business example, right? You're like, oh, you, you commit to doing less, but that's going to feel uncomfortable. So you might have a day where you don't take a shitload of action, even though it feels terrible because the idea of doing nothing was really uncomfortable. And you just couldn't do it anymore. You're like, no, I need to do something. Nothing's going to happen unless I do something. So there's going to be like a bit of a learning curve here. You're not going to be perfect at it all of the time. You know, you're going to be working through getting aligned. You know, you're going to be working through stuff. And again, it's all going to be very uncomfortable. But as long as you keep in, in your mind this idea of like, you know that what you're doing is, is the way to go about it. And I don't mean there's only one right way to do something, but just that general idea of like, yes, I know my inner world is, is working on that is more important than the actions I'm taking. Like, even though it feels uncomfortable to actually put that into practice, you, that will remain in your mind and you'll know that, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is really the, you know, this is how I should be going about this. And I just need to get more comfortable doing this. I need to work through whatever is making me uncomfortable with taking this path. And then as all of that gunk kind of starts to fall away, then you'll start having manifestations that, that do prove to you, yeah, there's something to this way of being. And you might not totally get rid of the discomfort, but like I said before, you get more comfortable with feeling uncomfortable you know it's just your mind kind of putting up a fight and you know that it's it's arguments aren't as valid as you thought they were in the past and you will you know you'll just get more comfortable being uncomfortable and you'll you'll you know that it fades away and that inner wisdom it gets stronger it gets louder you become more attuned to it and you get more comfortable following it even if it doesn't feel one million percent right you're like, yeah, you know what? I, I am trusting my feelings more. I know that there's something to that. And I know that they're not to be ignored anymore in favor of what my mind is telling me. And the last thing I want to talk about with this is when you start um, kind of setting these intentions to, to proceed in spite of the discomfort and to commit to being uh, acting in a more LOA friendly way, if you will, you're going to attract probably a lot of situations that are going to give you the opportunity to to follow that path more 
in favor of what your mind is telling you to do. And you're attracting those situations to help strengthen that resolve, to help give you practice making those choices. So, for example, um, you might, let's say you come across a website with a coach that's really appealing to you. Or you come across a program or a class and there's just this part of you that's telling you, I need to work with this person. I need to be at that class. I need to be at that retreat. I need to be at that seminar. I need to sign up for this program. I kind of don't really have the money for it. I could swing it, but I'm uncomfortable paying for it. But I could pay for it and there's something telling me to do it. So in that moment, right, there's going to be that battle between your mind being like, you can't afford that, or that's a lot of money to spend on a coach, or that's a lot of money to spend on just one class. What if you don't even get any benefit from it? What if you waste the money and nothing happens? And then the, your big part of you, that's just something you don't know what it is. You can't logically explain it, but something is telling you, I need to do that. There's something there that's going to, to unlock something for me. There's something there that's going to help my path unfold on that next step. So then in that moment, you're, you're faced with that decision of like doing what feels right, even though, and spending that money, even though your mind is telling you not to do it. You might be interviewing for a job and you get an interview for a job that seems perfect on paper and that has everything that your mind is telling you a good job should have and that your mind is telling you this is the kind of job you should should, should be working at. But it just doesn't feel right. Something just about the, the person you interviewed with or the energy in the company when you walked through it and your mind is just screaming at you like, no, this isn't the job for you. In that moment, you're faced with that decision of, Okay, do I do what my mind is telling me to do? And, you know, do I base it off of this conventional wisdom of, of what you should look for in a job? And, and you know, it's, there's money and all these benefits and things that, you know, practically you should like. Or do I listen to my feeling that's telling me, no, this isn't the job for me? So you're going to attract a lot of situations like that. And again, following your what your mind, your intuition, your big you or whatever you want to call it, your inner being is telling you is going to probably feel uncomfortable. You might not make that choice all the time and that's okay. So don't beat yourself up. You can't really make a mistake. So whatever happens as a result of the choice you make is just showing you something and you can learn from it. So don't freak out and freak out thinking you're making, what if I make the wrong choice or you know, am I going to not get what I want or am I going to miss the boat? That's not really how it works. You know, there's a limited opportunity. But really start paying attention now to these sorts of situations because they're there to help you make those choices. They're there to help you become more of that person you want to be and to help you more operate from that space of, of inner knowing rather than what your mind is logically telling you to do. So don't be afraid to, to follow your, your heart more. Like be willing to do that and, and see what happens as a result. Okay, that's it for me. So I hope you enjoyed that. And again, uh, head over to livelifemadetoorder.com for more information on the LOA, my coaching services, more of my podcasts, um, the Manifesting Like a Mofo series. If you want to sign up for the call this Sunday, the first, yeah, that's about it. Happy manifesting, guys.